0: all tuck and no play makes our next guest rock um sorry
1: if you say it wrong i will end your career and call you a racist <laughs> <So,
0: laughs> your move divina and i'm ricky and welcome to fierce slay talk our decamp podcast where we'll be catching up with some familiar faces from the drag world and beyond whilst delving deeper into the
2: obstacles life has thrown at them in the journey of becoming fabulous
0: so shall we begin All tuck and no play makes our next guest a crazy bitch. It is season 12's Rock'em. Welcome to Fierce Play Talk. Woo! <laughs> Thank you Hello. for having me. I just
1: ate like 20 steak and kidney pies. I'm swimming in mashed peas. Oh,
0: welcome to England. I, I
1: it's incredible over here. It's it's amazing. Uh, someone told me to fuck off and I felt right at home. This is <laughs> my cab driver. <laughs>
0: I was like, "Thank Perfect. you for the ride,"
1: and It goes, "Fuck off now." It was it was, wow. it was it was just my mom. She lives here now, so
2: <laughs> a cab driver actually told you to fuck off.
1: No, I wish.
0: Oh, I mean, <laughs> listen, you're in Manchester. I totally believed you're, you. Yeah, it's very, very Manchester. Manchester.
1: The first night, I ordered Uber Eats, and the the driver couldn't find us, and so when he did finally find us, and it was after ten minutes, he. He, ha- he holds the food in his hand and he goes, now look here. I cu- I'm not even going to try the accent because you're all going to roast me. Um, <laughs> he's like, look here. I could toss this into the garbage right now, but I wanted to say to your face, if you order food, you tell me exactly where you are. You hear me? I could have thrown this in the garbage. And I was like, damn, bitch. I was like, uh, okay, thank you. Okay, sick, sick <laughs> sick wow. Sick work. And he um, was in the car with his brother and his brother was like nodding aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most intimidating Uber Uber how meal that I've had to sit weird.
2: through. That's so wow. weird. And you that. are you are in Manchester quarantining at the moment, aren't you? So how are you enjoying that?
1: It's really good. Um
2: uh, you was... locked in a white
1: room. <laughs> I'm locked in a white room. This is the room I'm in my right now. Um, I've been scratching. I uh, peeled off one of my nails and then I've been scratching and blood the days that I've been in here in quarantine. <laughs> and then I, I also wrote just a message in case someone finds my corpse. You know, it's just, it says Davino De, De Campo and then it says murderer underneath and what I circled bitch. it three times. <laughs> what a bitch. It just says break house. It's just in big <laughs> letters all across the room. Um, I, thi- <laughs> I think there was a, a, a football game the other day because people were screaming outside mm. just like crazy. I heard that football's pretty big here. That could have just been a,
2: a normal night in Manchester. Yeah, yeah. I've been much. looking at
1: people outside of my windows and uh, um, here, here in Manchester, everyone's makeup is so big. Everyone yeah. has the same proportions as me. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I'm a slut, so it's, I don't know what your excuse
1: is. <laughs> Paint for the back.
2: Everybody loves makeup in Manchester. It is the thing.
1: It's good. I could um. You know how they say like a butterfly's wings can cause a hurricane on the yeah. other side of the world. That's the same thing. Every time someone in Manchester blinks their eyelashes, then <laughs> same thing happens. Davina, <laughs> Davina, stop it, Davina. Oh dear. They're hurting across there.
2: They're Australia hurting. is now in turmoil. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a kid getting picked up in one of those bouncy houses flying across.
0: Yeah, this is why there are storm warnings across the east coast of
2: the US. <laughs> so, how have you been keeping yourself occupied while you've been here? Uh,
1: I've been learning a K pop dance every day. Have and you I've, I have. I'm not okay. very good. Um, but because I have bad memory retention,
0: would you be willing to show us? Uh, I...
1: what was the one? the a bit of the one that you did today? Just a little uh, bit of the one that you did. Yeah, uh, just uh, a we bit learned of b- ice cream by Selena Gomez and Blackpink. Okay, mm-hmm. so the okay. one that goes, um, it's like looks so good, yeah, looks so sweet, looking good enough to eat, and uh, there's like, hold on, I have to get on the floor. Let me, let me just. Let me just <laughs> And then it's like, uh, And then, um, and then Selena Gomez, she gets on the floor and she goes, she goes like that. She goes, she goes. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy Brilliant. how Selena? Her pussy's just popping with K-pop girls over there. Blackpink's mm-hmm. just like throwing bills on her uh, wet ass pussy. Oh my god! Can I, I say that her. on the podcast?
2: Yeah, we can. You say can say whatever, whatever on you on want. This is not a 12 and under podcast. Oh,
1: good, because I've always wanted to say fuck on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So are you here with anyone while you're quarantining? Uh, Yes, I'm here with uh, one of my best friends, Cash Manet. She helps me with my social media. Uh, I'm here with my partner, Adam. Um, I'm also performing with Jimbo the Drag Clown from um, uh, season one of Canada's Drag Race and Perfect. I'm with Erica Clash and, uh... from season 2 of Dragula. Oh, nice. And um she uh Erica Clash and I are actually really really good friends and we've been friends ever since her um season on Dragula since she moved to San Francisco. So we used to have a show together. So it's nice to see her here. Nice. She's Uh, she's constantly imitating uh, Sophie Anderson's voice. Oh my God, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) She's just been getting (laughs) fucked right outside of this window and just waving at a passerby. Love that. (laughs) 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 Um, But yeah, it's been a wild ride. The quarantine (laughs) is over tomorrow.
0: Oh, amazing. Love that. Okay, so what's your plan?
1: As soon as tomorrow hits, I'm gluing the mask to my face. I'm going to go outside. I'm still, you know, as much as, you know, the two week quarantine is a long time. But if I go on a tour, I don't want to be an ambassador for coronavirus. I want to be an ambassador for drag, you know, like so I will I will take every precaution to be safe. Do you know what? I'm not even getting any dick while I'm here. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just can't do... I'm sorry. I can't I can't have one mediocre dick appointment, you know, not reach the end and then give everyone corona. I'm no, I married,
2: so there is, are no dick appointments. <laughs> <laughs> once you've got that piece of paper, no. that's done. And I was also described by my husband as mediocre once. So... I am that mediocre dick appointment that will never happen. (laughs) I think you have a, what's it called? The dick residency now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) More like a dry residency. A
2: a desert residency. We have a desert residency. (laughs) (laughs) There ain't no wet-ass pussy in here, that's for sure. So have you, have you been to Affleck's Palace yet?
1: Uh, uh, that's where they sell car insurance, right? Yeah, absolutely. With the duck?
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, no. So Affleck's Palace is like a great little... Um, it's like a, an emporium of lots of weird, quirky shops. Uh-huh. Um, and that's this massive building here. And then there's a wig shop across the road. And so Oldham Street is like the one to go. Oldham Street charity shops so second hand shops but yes. for charity and then also you've got Avlex Palace and uh, all of these other places it's you know there's some great little things to find in there for I'm
1: heading there as soon as we're yeah. able to go, because I, especially because of uh, the secondhand stores, I think it's such a good way to kind of get a feel of the way that people yeah. live like in an area. Like the first place you should go whenever you travel is one, try the food, try try whatever you can, even if it if it's not your taste, um, and go to secondhand stores, just so you can be enriched in the culture. That's
2: a great idea. And talking about the food, You've been drinking lots of tea, uh, tea. Oh yeah, and I'm regular. Apparently, uh, you've been <laughs> eating crumpets. Tell me how you feel about oh, crumpets. Yes,
1: crumpets are great. Crumpets just look yes. like how my back looks like when I take off my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they're squishy. They're just
0: porous.
1: They're pale. But they taste good with butter.
0: They're so good. Oh, you need to go further. Yeah, you should. You need to try crumpets with melted cheese. With what? Melted cheese. Toast the crumpet. Uh huh. Put
2: it. Yeah. Uh, in your microwave or whatever. Oh, cheese yeah. on top. Uh huh. And then uh, Worcester sauce oh, yeah. in the cheese.
1: Worcestershire Wors- yeah, sauce in the cheese. Yeah. In the
0: cheese. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Worcestershire sauce on grilled cheese works. It will change your
1: life. Before I came here, someone suggested to me that I try it with Marmite, but I've already been eating Marmite since before I got here. I like Marmite and veg I just like, in the, st- in the States, people just don't know how to try food. I watched a drag race or like a uh, drag queen's try video once and they're like, try a Vegemite. And then they took like a huge spoonful and they went, I guess this is how we eat it. It's like, <laughs> no, you white people need to learn
2: how to eat other people's food, okay? <laughs> oh my God, that would be horrendous. <laughs> like a massive spoon of that.
1: I got roasted by people on Twitter and Instagram because I tried it with jam and people are like you don't eat it with jam you eat oh, it with butter crumpets
0: with jam works it does but and peanut butter and chocolate uh, nutella yeah someone's said yeah. nutella well, I g- had, that's great you yeah. had vegemite with jam i had vegemite
1: with jam and well, what was that
2: like that sounds like it might work
1: oh hang on even i didn't fathom that that's it's what you meant. basically like... like um when the trade goes bad but you still want to eat their ass <laughs> <laughs> it's like It's the same texture, the same flavor, and the same feeling you get afterwards. You know, the feeling of regret and remorse and an upset stomach. Sometimes you just got to eat through it if it's bad,
2: Davina. We went from crumpets to Shigella really quickly, didn't we? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did someone say Shigella? Honey, Shigella. That's why my name is Rockham Shigella. Eh, eh, eh. (laughs) Shigella and DeGeneres. Who's that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so so all in all rock what do you think of the
0: uk so far
1: you guys are really really like i'm loving it here honestly like uh this is also my first time overseas um i got my pass, yeah i got my passport right before lockdown and we were supposed to go on the tours all over the world and then you know we got stuck inside which is it's fine it's a pandemic you know um but this Yeah, this is my first time overseas, and it was crazy because oh, oh, I kept sheesh. my mask on for 24 <laughs> hours in the airplane. And then I got here, and uh, let's see. what One thing I noticed is that uh, British people or people in the UK really like to wear sweatpants or joggers. <laughs> gray ones. <laughs> gray ones. And I've seen some of the best legs I've ever seen in my life with some of the yep. flattest asses I've ever seen, too. Yeah, I was just like, Sorry I could – I could, like, instead of... I'm throwing away my rulers now. I'm just getting a boyfriend from the UK. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I want to get my eyeliner straight, I'm just going to have him sit up by my face. And I'm going <laughs> to... I know I've seen some good asses. I know you people listen to pod lo- podcast. Like, I have a big, fat, juicy, wet ass. How dare you? Yeah, we're not talking about you, dude. Okay, don't get upset. It's not about you. you. Yeah, I can hear your ass <laughs> clapping from here. I don't need to
2: talk about you. So while you're here... Apart from using uh, boys with flat asses to do your eyeliner, is there anything else that you want to do? Like what in the UK is the thing that you'd, you'd really like to do?
1: Let's see, um, our uh, Sunday is gonna be Sunday roast. Uh, I'm a big food person. I'm really excited about that. And it's been my dream since I was uh, a little gay boy to have uh, afternoon tea.
2: Just okay, sweet. <laughs> Perfect. Go to the Richmond Tea Rooms. We Well, we should do this. Yes. We should get the this Richmond organized. Tea Richmond rooms. Tea Rooms is yeah. gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's like a beautifully decorated place inside. The mm-hmm. staff is all, It's always really lovely. It's always, and it's an experience.
1: How'd you know I had staff? I,
2: well, I mean, you brought a whole <laughs> entourage with you.
1: Oh, yeah, it's true. <laughs> this is my, I should start washing my drag. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but definitely in Manchester the place for for afternoon tea is the Richmond Tea Rooms. They will it will be perfect. Are you sponsored?
1: Yeah. You have to tell me if you're sponsored. No, but
2: I eat a lot of cake there. I cake.
1: <laughs> I, I have to I have to go eat cake there. I want to go there. And I want to grab the waiter by the collar and be like, give me the, give me the gayest cakes you have in this fucking establishment. Or I swear to God, I swear to God, I'm throwing all this tea in the ocean. And yeah. they will.
2: They'll do it. Yeah. They'll be
1: there. Yeah. The <laughs> <man>. <laughs> they
0: <absolutely laughs>
1: what is the gayest cake? It's probably something with custard.
0: I think, like, I don't know. I remember there. seeing a huge rainbow thing in there that was incredibly oh, yeah. tall and kind of like, you know, with those. What's it called? Pointy a turret, on the... A piece of chocolate? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Something Bullets. like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it looks yeah. very, very nice. You're describing nipples. Or red velvet cake. That's very gay. Oh, red
1: velvet cake. Yeah. If iced coffee was a cake, that would be the gay cake.
0: So you're from San Francisco, aren't you? Um, which at the moment is filled with smoke at the moment, sadly, due to wildfires. How has it been living um, through that?
1: Um, Well, especially because when we were coming over here... It was just starting to get bad, and um, people were just starting to go outside, you know, like jogging or just walks in the park, you know, with masks and everything. But right before we left, the the air started, the air quality started to get a little gritty. We weren't allowed to open our windows. It was always like the air quality index was in the red. I remember we flew, we got up in the plane, and the minute we got. like the atmosphere of San Francisco the plane was covered in like a like a dark brown like pollution substance it was really gross it's it's really strange because that usually only happens while I'm in the city and I've had legumes (laughs) or ask the girls for my season my farts are are rank I farted once, and then Jada had to reapply her makeup because it just melted off her face. Was like... That's why she looked wet the whole season was because I was there laying them down. That wasn't highlighter. That was grease, mama. I tell you, grease. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Divina's like, mm, thank is you. This is Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: just so I-, I can get my face in there. That's <laughs> all. So what's the drag scene like in San Francisco? I haven't, I don't think I've been out in San Francisco. San Francisco, I don't think I've been out there. So uh, how would you describe the drag scene for someone who's not been there before?
1: Um, For someone who wants to go to San Francisco and enjoy the drag scene, there's different, um, there's so many different facets of San Francisco, but I have to say this, San Francisco is a mixed bag of tricks. I definitely have to say that its signature is that it has so many different types of drag performances and it's so welcoming to different performers. If you're looking for a place to start your drag and to become a performer that is not necessarily um, based on like female impersonation or like you want to keep your beard or you don't want to present a certain way like uh, like as a like hyper, hyper femme or hyper masculine, uh, San Francisco is the place to be because we uh, have bearded queens. We have uh, we have we have club kids, but not so many clubs. Um, I think more than anything, if I have to say, we are incredibly, incredibly stupid. <laughs> Our humor is bad. It's not good. <laughs> it's just a lot of very very dumb humor. If uh, if you can w- like, if you watch a number in San Francisco, there's gonna be one joke in a number that is gonna make you groan more than you ever have in your life. Like, oh,
2: <laughs> uh, and you definitely. I mean. I I feel. uh, Am I wrong in saying that that is kind of your humor as well? Oh yeah,
1: totally, definitely. Because you
2: definitely got a bit of feedback about that while you were on the show, didn't you? Like there was definitely some. I mean, I didn't agree with what they were saying. Yeah. And uh, there are numerous occasions on that show where exactly the same joke is, or you know, not exactly the same joke, but something very similar has been presented and nothing has been said you know to deprecate it so what was that like because we've all seen the fucking show before we've all seen that this stuff happens and then uh this is you know part of my art my ethos as a as an artist and and I've seen other people do this stuff so what was that like getting that feedback
1: um it was hard because when i first got there i thought oh i'm so different I usually am what they're looking for in someone in the cast like uh, someone different and cookie and just not afraid to be weird or gross but I feel like they almost kind of told me like um, like with their critiques and the way that I was being judged that like too much too fast like they wanted to see me be poised and precise first and then show my goofy side but I think personally the way that with the way that I do my drag or the way that I do things is go a hundred percent and show people who you are 100% of the time, right then and there. Like I came into the competition because I wanted to win. I didn't come because I wanted to grow because I like, I'm going to show you who I am and why I should win. Um, and like, they judged me on like that fart humor. And then they didn't like my tool outfit, which was like, there's so much tool in here. There's literally so much tool in this outfit. And then you're going to tell me like, uh it kind of eats you up. And then Robin's there, and she, they—I don't know what they did. They probably upped the what's it called, um, like the the volume on her microphone because the whole time she was like, you know, you know. (laughs) All this um this really good, but I, just really understand it. And, uh, I was like, girl, you are across the room and we can't hear you. I know you're saving your voice, okay? Oh my god. That's um, so funny. It was it was funny because the critique she gave me, uh she was like, um, I couldn't really uh, hear you during the track. And I was like, you're whispering and you're saying you couldn't hear me in the track, bitch. I was left out of the stage. I didn't, obviously. (laughs) You know, this is all in retrospective. Like, I I am very, you know, respectful when it comes to, like, being on stage and stuff and interacting with other people. But uh, in retrospect, I've like, past rock, you should have jumped out. Of the runway, got on to the judge's table and just started kicking papers. Just yeah. Like. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I wish I had made more waves like that and just been like, boo.
2: Yeah. I mean, I definitely wasn't. You don't see much of it, but uh, I definitely wasn't scared to say something back. Oh, I was just watching that right now. I sort of thought this was my thinking behind what I did. So it was a choice. It wasn't something that I just did because I didn't think about it. I thought about this mm-hmm. and this was what I wanted to do, which really does not go, off cro- does not go across <laughs> well with them. They're always like, okay. <laughs> ah,
1: ah, ah. Yeah, it's it's really intimidating to say stuff like that, especially when you start talking and then Michelle pulls out a gat and then she's just like, and then she puts it back down, you're just like
2: <laughs> Yeah, very <bury> that. <laughs>
1: It's a little scary. RuPaul's just like, oh, okay. And then she's looking, she's looking on her desk for the button that says trapdoor. She goes, oh, I don't remember. Yeah, uh,
2: mm- that was especially with especially with Michelle. That was definitely my experience. That she was like, <laughs> I've got you in my sights. Go for it. Come on, come on.
1: Go ahead. T- tell me how you really
2: feel. Come on, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: come on, you little bitch. Tell me, you oh. actually look good, you
0: <laughs> slag. <laughs> but you did—you did a great little interview with Michelle um, afterwards. Watch your packing. I did. We had a
1: great time. Uh, I was still devastated at that time, so I was channeling my. Here's the thing: when I got eliminated, um, I. Uh, for the next three months I cried myself to sleep and every you know hour or two I would burst into tears and I would just have like big fits of depression just like not want to go outside or talk to anyone um, but when they called everyone back to do what you pack in it was like a it felt like a do or die for me because it was like if I go on and I'm little miss sad sack you know, and I waste this opportunity to be big and to be vibrant and to be what the producer, like, cause my producers were like, you have so much like in you that people love and don't doubt yourself because just because of it, like the producers were, were like, you know, I would text them, um, after the show and they would be like, you're amazing. Don't ever doubt yourself because of some judging that you had on here. And, uh, I made sure that what you pack in was a good opportunity for me to show who I really was. Yeah,
0: definitely. You came across really, really well. And, and Michelle's message was really positive pretty much um, to you, wasn't it? Oh,
1: yeah. We talked a lot. Um, we talked a lot about my mom, um, which was uh, it was an interesting perspective for her because she's a mother, too. So it's it's always hard for her to hear that um, like a mother blaming their yeah, right. strife yeah. on a child. Yeah of, yeah, of course.
0: That makes sense
1: but we're we're, me and my mom are best friends now so we text we text all the time she has new teeth so she she literally that's no she literally lost all her teeth if if any of you guys want to try crystal meth you're gonna lose teeth if any of you guys go to a crystal (laughs) meth show you will lose your teeth somehow okay but she has new ones now and she's sober and she's uh uh she's very happy because right after i got eliminated from drag race my mom stayed with me for two months Oh. And my mom didn't even know who RuPaul is, and she was like, "I don't know who the fuck RuPaul is, but if I ever see him, I'll kick his ass." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "That's the sweetest thing. Thanks, mom. She's really got my back now." That's
2: brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> well, well done, well done to your mummy. That's amazing. Yeah, for sure, well mummy. And also, you know, well done to you. <laughs> I. It's a real roller coaster. I think the show, and. uh Mm-hmm. It can be, it can be really damaging if you allow it to be. You know, I think because of the yeah. way that it's set up, because of the way the critiques are set up. You know, there's, unless you, unless you're able to distance yourself completely from it all and be like, you know, just entrenched in your own uh, delusion. You know, you have to go into that place just with your mm-hmm. own delusion and uh who are these people they mean nothing um then actually it can you know cuz these are people that we've been watching for 15 years 30 150 years uh <laughs>
1: it was really weird when they went from that jump from black and white into yeah into was, color was I mean yeah it was a good year though <laughs> <laughs> When Michelle finally got the, her hairline moved from back here to I mean, forward right that here. That was, a, that
2: was not her real hair. Um. <laughs> did they give you support for all of that afterwards?
1: Um, yes, they they totally did. Um, uh, Michelle was always like a, a big supporter um, afterwards. And uh, Ross Matthews sent me messages afterwards too saying like, Just remember to be your beautiful, gorgeous self and um, believe in yourself because we all saw a lot of magic on that stage. Um, And I like I mean, you know, for sure, like the the process is very hard and it's
2: fucking hellish. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not pretend it's like hell.
1: It's hellish. (laughs) But here's the thing. Like, you guys know that my influences come from like J-pop, K-pop and anime and one of the the core beliefs or core, like, a, it's like the thing that's similar between all of them. I don't know what's called. I can't talk today. Um, but one of the similarities between all of them is that they have this motif of like, if you go through strife and you like, and your life is horrible, you use that strength to propel yourself into bigger places, into bigger things. Um so when my season was done, I took it as an opportunity to be like, okay, take this opportunity seriously everywhere you go. So now I have a YouTube channel, I have an album coming out, I draw my own merch and you know, and I'm on a tour right now. Yeah. So um if if anyone is watching out there and you do a reality show or competition or anything where you get judged, um don't don't judge yourself based on other people's you know, verdicts of you. Um, but let let those criticisms or those judgings fuel you into something better, into a more realized version of yourself. Obviously don't change, but just become a, a better and more polished you. If you want, or you can just become an asshole. And this, like is, I did.
2: this is a, a message from Rockham Sakura, who is the new Oprah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This
1: message is sponsored by Mushy Peas. <laughs> That's M-U-S-H-Y Mushy Peas.
2: Have you had any yet?
1: Uh, yes, I have. There's a fair amount of mint in them.
0: Oh, okay. You had minted Mushy Peas. Oh, not always. Yeah.
1: I was like, why is there mint in here? And then I ate the whole thing.
0: It's actually quite nice. Yeah, yeah.
1: It goes in like it comes out. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Mush. Actually, nice. I ate the Mushy Peas and then they came out in pellets. It came out fully <laughs> reformed, and it came out as one big P. <laughs> and I thought that was strange. I, things happen very oddly here in the UK.
0: <laughs> they do, they do. Uh, your
2: name, where does it come from?
1: Uh, so Rock'em Sakura comes from my love of anime. So, um, well, first off, the main pun is Rock'em Sakura Robots. Because when I first started doing drag, I was into weightlifting and bodybuilding. So I had big arms. Uh, I don't do as much upper body stuff anymore so I can fit into my drag, but I couldn't wear spaghetti straps. I couldn't wear anything that showed my arms because I was really muscular. So uh, I look like a rock'em sock'em robot.
2: I mean, spaghetti straps are difficult for, for anybody anyway, I think. You
1: know, like... <laughs> Unless they're made of real spaghetti mama, get them away from me. Get me a linguine strap. <laughs> I've always wanted to do a number where you have a wig made of uncooked pasta. And then you get into a hot tub, and then it comes out like straight. You know what I mean? Like, and then you color it with ragu. You'd have to do it
2: with noodles, wouldn't you? Because the yeah, exactly pasta takes ten minutes. I mean, that's a long fucking.
1: <laughs> just do. Uh, it's all coming back to me now, and then have your have your head just dipped back. <laughs> I mean, drag queens have been doing ten, minutes number, 10 minute numbers for a long time. Yeah, I never watch them though. Yeah, me neither.
2: <laughs> I get like two minutes in and go, I'm gonna get a drink, guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Usually I get two minutes in and then I don't smoke. No. But I'll ask the person next to me for a cigarette and then I'll light it and then I'll take a drag and then I'll go onto the stage and then I'll, I'll just lightly burn the performer's feet. And I'll go, stop doing this! i don't want to see a 10 minute performance i don't care how long this diana ross song is okay just cut the intro i don't give a fuck if you're wearing a sequin sequin queen (laughs) jacket okay just take it off and finish the number
0: (laughs) oh my god so rocker what what was your introduction to drag in the first place
1: uh, my introduction to drag
0: was cosplay. Ooh, okay. So,
1: um, I used to, I mean, so I'm like, you know, a big anime nerd. I would go to anime conventions, comic book conventions, and, uh, cosplay is very big in those events. So, um, I would try to, I feel like internally I was trying to express my need to kind of deviate from the like gender mm-hmm. binary. Um, so I started cosplaying as ladies, um, my first cosplay I wore a tube top and jeans short shorts and my balls kept falling out during the convention I'd just I'd go down I'd just I'd I'd like I'd go down and then they'd be like because they were shaved they were shaved and then they kind of fell out like melted eggs or like ice cream scoops so you know when they're sweaty and they're just malleable it's like a soup (laughs) I got so much thigh burn, it was my ridiculous.
0: No. Razor bumps. Oh my God. So I was that your, your was that what it prompted your decision to tuck? Uh, no,
1: I didn't learn how to tuck until,
0: <laughs> what day is it? Friday? <laughs>
1: Tuesday? I literally didn't learn how to tuck till right before drag race.
0: Oh my God. Crikey. When oh. I
1: finally did it, I was like, am I supposed to feel like I'm about to vomit? The answer is yes. yes is. Look, if you want to get in the drag and you want to feel like you're puking all the time.
2: Good okay. on you. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is.
1: If vomiting is your kink, you should try chucking your balls.
2: I think after a while, you stop noticing. But that's been one of the things about uh, lockdown. Like, have you been doing drag consistently through lockdown or not so much? <laughs>
1: Yes, I have. Okay,
2: like, but getting
1: just here.
2: A, ah, you see, this is the thing. This is the thing. So, having done Frey Island where you're going,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, y- you have to move around quite a lot. You know, there. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, so having not worn heels properly for about five and a half months, to then go to wearing heels and running around a venue, which is quite—it's a big venue. Uh just be ready for the next 3 days to have a really fucking sore feet.
1: Look, I'm just going to I'm just going to say right now you guys, uh I'm sorry if I don't get to you. I can't walk that far now. If you're in the back, <laughs> you should have came earlier, reserved a better seat. This I just I can't sweat. I just can't do it. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to fall on the floor and then I'm going to lightly drag myself to a 10 minute number and just scream the whole time. That sounds perfect. I go <laughs> Ah. hi thank you for Ah. coming hi thank you thank you so much please buy my merch (laughs) Ah. (laughs) cheerio Uh, (laughs) Uh, no um, I'm hoping that when I finally get to those venues I run like a 3k every time okay I'm gonna run laps around the audience because I got
2: Okay, well, <laughs> be ready. Be ready. I got back
1: rolls. I got front rolls. Yeah, well. I got dinner rolls. Same. I got rolls out the wazoo. I have California rolls. Mine are cheese and
2: onion rolls, like for I, real. sausage rolls. Oh, but only beef. Oh, we ones. tried.
1: I tried sausage rolls.
2: Did you? Did you enjoy it? Yeah,
1: I bit it, and I was like, I've never seen meat so pale. <laughs> I just yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the UK. And then. <laughs> And then I looked on Grinder and I took back what I said. <laughs>
0: Perfect. Perfect.
1: Oh hi! Wait, ju- just you a second, guys. It. Is it okay? Hi. Hi. I didn't want to step you, back. I'm all done, so I'm gonna. Thank you so much. Uh, um, I have a, a designer uh, who just finished. She dropped everything off.
2: How exciting! We're, listen. We're having an exclusive right here.
1: <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> thank you thank you so much thank you for coming all the way down here just to just to bring it okay. i really appreciate yeah. that
2: you
1: yes thank you i have a i have a latex outfit oh. for this uh for this tour and i've never worn latex before and no one told me that it was um it was wet and smelly yeah yeah, but uh, yeah. it just means that I'm wet and smelly. Mm,
2: yeah. You need to yeah. towel <laughs> before you get in it. Uh-huh. And then you need shine spray for when it's on. And mm-hmm. then when you're done with it, you should really wash it.
1: I should, but am I going to, Davina? <laughs> am I going to wash
0: it? <laughs> <laughs> You might have to lay it out in the bath and do it with the
1: shower. See, we didn't have time to make gloves, so I've just been stacking Magnum condoms on my hands and picking holes through them for fingers.
0: Just fingerless
2: gloves.
1: I was like, this big part right here is the thumb. I just have to make the finger
2: holes. Uh, Oh, my God. I've never thought about using uh, condoms as gloves, but that's a new thing. That's going to happen. That's it now. Oh, yeah, totally. And then just get the little ones.
1: If you use a condom as a glove, please tag Davina and I. (laughs) We would love to see it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I just thought about what that actually would be, though. Okay, so please don't tag me on Twitter on that (laughs) one.
0: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) That will not be it, opening that on the train.
1: (laughs) Oh! Oh! oh. Oh! And I'm like, I'm sorry. You oh. got my grandma just sent me yeah. a video. I just, I don't know. I don't know how to. She doesn't know how to turn it off. It's a live stream. I. It'd be rude to close it. There's only one viewer, and then they'll know if I leave.
2: Oh, I, oh. God. I I'm getting the the feeling from you, Rob, that in and out of drag, you're not that different. You're kind no, of similar.
1: I'm the same. Yeah. The only difference is that I. Nope. No, no
0: difference. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly the same.
2: I mean, I, no, exactly I'm this, I'm the same as that. Like, I'm, I'm pretty much exactly the same person in and out of drag that you, you know, you're gonna get.
1: The drag is just a yeah. like a bigger allure for people to come in and enjoy your personality. Yeah, you know, it's just like if I wear lashes and I wear lips, I will or wear big hair. You're gonna be more receptive to the fact that like. That I'm a performer and that I'm a star, you know. So if I don't have it on, people just think I'm.
2: Do you? Anyways, they're dumb. Do you feel like? (laughs) Do you feel like drag's changed you at all as a person? Oh, for the worst. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't do drag everyone. No, um, no drag has really, (laughs) uh, drag has really helped me through some incredibly hard, hard, hard times before I started doing drag. I was in a 10 year relationship that was just, it was not Mm. good. It was, I'm not going to get into details, but you know, it was not the best time. And, uh, drag helped me kind of understand myself, um, In the lgbt community because before i started doing drag i'd never been to a gay bar i'd never been to a pride i'd never been to the castro like in san francisco like i've never i was not connected to the gay community because i didn't feel like i fit in with a lot of things with like like white cis male culture with like the uberly handsome like built body physiques with um extensive knowledge of like pop culture and glee and i felt like an outsider because i was like a nerd and i was a little chunky and um well not chunky but uh, like i just didn't fit in with Mm -hmm. the mold and when i started doing drag uh i was really interested because of drag race and they had this concept where it was like if you can't say you love yourself or like if you can't love yourself how in the hell are you gonna love someone else and it was like the the fact that it's like people really just coming into themselves and enjoying themselves in order to live freely and enjoy life was uh, a concept that I'd heard before but had I'd never seen it applied to people like me like weirdos and like um like gay people or like you know it was it was uh it was kind of life-changing so when I first started doing drag it helped me just be more, um, be more, be more weird. Like I was already weird, but I was like, like performance weird. Like yeah. I'm weird for all the straight people's entertainment instead of being weird and fun for my own personal uh, enjoyment. And I was before I started doing drag. I was in a complete uh, artist block for four years, like uh-huh. nothing. And like I would draw and 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 animate, but um. It didn't bring me joy, and it didn't make me happy. After Drag Race, though, like after this happened, I've been drawing like crazy. Wow! I've been drawing my own. Amazing. I draw my own merch. Yeah. Um, and I've been uh, I did a drawing. See, I did a drawing video on YouTube where I drew Jada, and I think I'm going to be drawing the rest of the cast or. I may be drawing other queens from other seasons, uh, you know, uh, you know, like UK's drag. All, all race. countries, Davina. We will do Davina, um, or I might illustrate some raunchy fan.
2: Oh, some- oh my goodness! Have you that been reading this to a fantasy? I don't. I don't know. I don't. I stay away from the land of Reddit. Um, Here, let me read the one that I wrote about <coughs> you and the Vivian.
1: <laughs> the vivian gingerly pulled off divina's red wig and a silver dress <laughs> that she was ever ever so fond of she wore it every time they met 11 times if i was keeping count
0: <laughs> i want to hear the rest of the story <laughs> yeah what happens next
1: it ends with her gingerly whispering, "Did you come? I don't think." I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little bit of northern
0: in there as well, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Perfect. Perfect. So going back to um, to your season, season twelve, before uh, before the world went into lockdown, um, or it f- it finished after we went into lockdown. So what was it like having to finish your show digitally?
1: Um, the week that everything locked down, uh, it was the week that I got eliminated okay. and I did not have a VH1 subscription. So I almost did not see when I got eliminated. <laughs> I was at home and I was like, all right, drag races today. And I was like, wait, how the fuck am I going to watch it? I've been going out to clubs. They've been projecting it. I haven't had to pay for my own show. And this time I was like, $8 for Crave TV. Uh,
0: Oh, so how did you watch it? <laughs> uh,
1: I ended up paying, yeah. Oh, you had to. <laughs> and uh, it sucked. It really sucked because for a lot of us on the season, the only person who got to get eliminated live was Dahlia. Um, we got to get eliminated at home where there's yeah. no one except you. Yeah, that's weird. And your
2: feelings.
1: Although, and, I uh, mean, for me,
2: honestly, I did one. Want... Did I do one? I don't think I did any and I preferred that that I was able to just watch the show by myself not have other people mm-hmm.
0: going oh yeah boom boom boom
2: like I preferred that that I was able to just sit watch it take it in you know really look at it and go what 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 were the things happening that I didn't get to see when I was there that was the thing that I found really yeah. interesting you know like the The diary room bits where they where people are talking, you know, because you know you don't know what anybody's saying. So finding that stuff out, I found very interesting.
1: They're like, "Wow, Davina sucks, and she smells, and her eyeliner's bad." Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) She's a bitch. It's like, damn, bitch. And then it cuts to them being like, "Davina, you're the most beautiful person I've ever seen." And then they turn to the camera and they go. It was a visceral wink and
2: there's a sound effect. Because Uh. of that, though, do you feel like you've missed out on some opportunities uh, because of lockdown and because of how things have happened?
1: I mean, we've lost a lot of bookings and gigs, you know, Um, a lot of, you know, like like physical bookings and money. Like I'm still poor living day to day the other day. Uh, you know, I had to break up in my piggy bank and I was like, damn, I got to stop keeping old condoms in this piggy bank It's <laughs> full of mush. I just, <laughs> um, no, I didn't say that. Uh, <laughs> it's like, there's nothing in here, but, um, it's hard because like people also expect you to like constantly come out with these new outfits and do new cool things, but we don't have the funding, you know? like where am I gonna get the money girl how about you book me on cameo because I'm on cameo right now for anyone listening right now yes I can do your birthdays yep mm-hmm. ding um but uh we did gain something that was like we can trade for the world and that's the interaction with our fans um Like over social media, because if we're going out, we're at the airport, you know, there's no Wi Fi at the airport, we're on airplanes, we're traveling to cities, putting on makeup and doing all these performances, we can't necessarily interact with every single person on social media. But our season really had to adapt and just constantly learn how to adapt and reach out to uh their online fan base and that also means like reaching out to people who can't normally see our shows like people who are underage people who don't drink people who don't do well in social spaces and i think that that was really a good takeaway from our season i yes i do think that i would have loved to have toured and make money but the online fan base that we have right now is is really wonderful and they're they're i like i wouldn't trade them for anything Oh wait, except for money. (laughs) (laughs) Except for cold hard cash, (laughs) I'd trade you away any day.
0: I just want some of that fucking money. (laughs) Do you know one thing? I would really like to know. One of my favorite things about Drag Race is the Snatch Game. Um, who would you have done if you'd have had the opportunity to be to be in that? Helen Kane. A lot of people don't know her name, but she
1: is the voice uh, and character inspiration of Betty Boop. Oh! Perfect. Uh, Okay, yes. Uh, so it's like, oh, 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 you know, it's just me. I'm Helen Kane. I'm here. Yeah, I'm a little drunk, you know. Um, <laughs> my favorite thing in the whole world is just a little bit of scat. <laughs> it's just when <laughs> scat comes out of my mouth, you know. My mother always asks me, Helen, can you give me a little bit of scat? I go down to my pasta. They're always begging for more scat, and I give it to them like this. Uh, Oh, whoa, Helen whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah, so uh, mm, I just love scat. That's <laughs> why I have a scat fetish.
2: Where can people find you? We know that you're on Cameo. Is it the same yeah. name everywhere or is it different? You can find me at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on the <laughs> door <laughs> come in. Knock on the door.
1: Uh, no, did you know that I live in an old neighborhood? Do you? Dude. i live in an old converted nunnery where nuns used wow. to live. there's a chapel in my house but if you guys are wondering where to find me after the tour in the uk obviously you can find me on instagram at Rockham sakura twitter at Rockham sakura but i also have a new youtube channel which is youtube.com slash we do anything from uh makeup uh reviews to putting on makeup to anime reviews um, recently I did an ASMR video where I ate glue sticks for 10 minutes. I want to get you on there too. I'm ready. Minutes. I'm ready. Don't you worry.
2: I'm ready. Uh, uh
1: and, uh, Davina, um, please tell me and all the listeners back at home. If, uh, anyone is wondering where to find you, where do you think, uh, where can they find you as Usually well? Usually
2: cubicle three on my knees. taking me. <laughs>
1: oh God. You were cubicle. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gamey. <laughs> That was the hairiest wiener I'd ever put in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm loving these accent efforts. It was like a push pop made out of pubes.
2: (laughs) Well, in order for this to not be the only time that you have that puby push pop, we (laughs) we better get off here. So, Rockham, yeah, thank you so much. I've had a joy talking with you. Thank you,
1: Rockham. Oh, you as well. I, me and you as well. You guys are wonderful and amazing. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. It's a pleasure. It's been great fun. And we'll see you soon.
0: Bye. Bye, everyone. Well, we have come to the end of the episode. This has been Fierce Slay Talk. You can join us on our journey by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fierce Slay Talk. And thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us going on. We could talk for hours. And if you enjoyed the show, let your friends know. Go on, spread the word. Be sure to review the podcast as well. Till next time. You want it. You got it. I won't hold
2: back. Come snatch it, come take it, all yours right off the rack No wanting, no waiting, you shake me down You touch it, you taste it, come take me here and now Try it and buy it, the top of the stack Back it and snag it, no need to attack Instant and present, hit go and play back Right now, right now Take it and tame it, walk me to the door Have it and hold it, you only want more Live it and love it, you've got it, it's yours Right now, right now